why is it that we seem to gain more weight after every diet that we go on? It's like we start a diet and we're at one body size. We come out of the diet and for some odd reason, we end up gaining all the way back and then some more. Goodbye diets and hello sustainable health. I'm Elise, dietitian and nutritionist based in the Silicon Valley. I believe that we all deserve an effortless relationship with food without obsession. So the thing is, when this used to happen with patients, I would think, oh, okay, this is one example, noted, I will put that in my in my brain. And over the years, and after seeing hundreds of patients and hearing their stories, this has happened to an extent where it's the norm rather than the exception. Before I used to think, oh, okay, um, maybe this is just a fluke, right? Gaining more weight after every diet, maybe this is just a one-off thing. But this is actually the majority of people who, when they try a diet, they'll gain more weight back. And the reason I'm bringing this to light in today's podcast is I had a patient yesterday who kind of had this exact thing play out in her life where her first diet she started in high school and after coming out of that diet she gained the the way back and more and that happened with every single diet she tried and every single diet seemed to be a little bit more restrictive and if they weren't they were just completely different whether it was keto or counting calories or whatever it may be now she is at her highest adult weight than than she's ever been and she arguably knows more about nutrition than most people and so the reason why this happens is not an exception it's it's truly a human animal biological mechanism if you think about our weight and our bodies having fat on our bodies ensures survival right what the body loves more than homeostasis is having more fat because if there is a famine state in the future, it's ready for it. So if you think about it through the lens of mother nature, why would mother nature make it easy for us to lose weight? Why would mother nature want us to wither away and have very little fat cells? That just doesn't make any sense. And so there's a lot of mechanisms put into place to prevent weight loss. And I'm gonna share with you a few of them. One, whenever we try to you know, adjust or restrict ourselves too much from a food standpoint, our body, our brains literally goes, oh no, no, I did not sign up for this. What's happening? I'm going to rev up your hunger hormones. So what ends up happening is your appetite is heightened when you're on a diet because your your brain cannot handle that. It, it wants the food back again, right? On the other hand, your body goes into sleep mode, just like your phone when it's at 10% or 1%, it's hanging on for dear life and conserving the last little bit. So it goes into sleep mode. Same thing with your metabolism. Your metabolism goes into sleep mode. So it ends up whatever little calories you give gives it, it gets really good at using that up and maintaining your weight. So whereas before your diet, let's say you were eating 3000 calories, your body could maintain that weight at 3000 calories. Now, during or after this diet, your body gets so good that it can eat 2,000 calories and still maintain that weight. Again, you've slowed down your metabolism. It gets good at holding on to whatever you give it. So it 
this adds up over time. Every diet that you go on, your body very in a sneaky but also very protective way helps you use up less calories to maintain its same weight. So you can see how when your metabolism is lower, um, in the future, your weight's just going to go up because your body gets used to using less calories. Do you see how the two things, your brain revving up your appetite and also your body going into sleep mode and being better at using calories more efficiently is a lose-lose. This is why people end up being at their highest weight after years of back and forth dieting for this exact reason. And I'm saying this because I don't want you to get frustrated at your body. I don't want you to get mad at it. I want you to realize that it's a lovely protective mechanism. And when you shock your body and do something extreme where it's unsustainable, the next time you go back to normal living, your set point, your body's set point might go up a little bit because in case there's a famine coming up in the future again, it has more, right? More fat stored. This is kind of a my attempt at helping you see that there's value in what your body is doing, but it's also not your fault that you've gained more weight after every diet you've attempted. This is in a way almost out of your control. And this is also my plea to tell you that a diet is not the answer. You probably know this more than me. This is why you're tuning into this podcast. But because it's the new year, I think it begs reminding that another new diet, a new shiny thing that you've seen pop up on your Instagram feed or your TikTok feed, someone telling you to cut this or do that or blah, 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 that's not going to be sustainable. And if it's not sustainable, your body's going to rebound. That's exactly why it's called the yo-yo. It's a (laughs) yo-yo through and through. The only way that I've seen people be able to sustainably find their just natural set point, and it might not be the ideal weight that they're seeking, but it's a weight that's healthy for their bodies, that's healthy for their their heart and their blood sugar and all of that is when they can just do little things that feel good for their day. That's energizing, whether it's moving in a way that's energizing, right? That's automatically going to make you feel stronger. It's going to sharpen your, your heart health and blood sugar response by eating in a way that's energizing and light and your digestion is regular and you're feeling not sluggish and heavy after every meal naturally that's going to help you feel better and that's going to probably you know keep things going right and whether it's adding more veggies adding more color to your meals that's naturally going to displace some of the heavier foods Um, that will naturally help you feel lighter and more energized and refreshed after a meal. Those are fantastic. Those are the only ways that I've seen people be able to have a healthy relationship with food and also have good health. Does that mean you'll lose weight or gain weight or be at the same weight? No one will know, but at least you'll feel better, right? And I remember seeing these videos back when I was deep in dieting and you know, thinking about how people ate, you know, what a day in my life, what did I eat? What's, what do I eat in a day? Those were the videos I used to watch all the freaking time in high school and college when YouTube was really popping off about that stuff. And I remember thinking, huh, the, these people, like the people that said, oh, how I lost weight or how I became healthier, they made the tiniest adjustments. I remember Jen M in her video a few years ago, she was like, oh, I just started to eat more veggies. I took off half of my bun at lunchtime, or I just scooped less rice into my plate and I ate more of the other things. Like 
those are the things that she didn't really even think about. It wasn't that a shock to the system. It was just slow, natural adjustments towards something that felt more energizing for her. I'm assuming that's what she felt. That's why she stuck to it. But that's how most of my patients also feel when they make the slightest changes. So ask yourself, is what I'm doing enjoyable? If it is, you will never feel resistance or you'll never feel like it's too hard. Is what you're doing sustainable? Again, is it enjoyable? Is it more so using the additive mindset of like, you know, do I have enough veggies? Do I have enough protein? Do I have enough color? Um, Having the additive mindset instead of the restrictive mindset, try to play around with that. Um, And also, am I doing it for the right reasons? You know, is it because I want to feel energized and all of these positive descriptor words, or is it purely for weight loss? Anything that you do just for the purpose of weight loss will never feel sustainable because all of your uh, successes and joys and highs and lows will be based on your weight that day. Coming from someone and seeing many patients who have lived by the scale, it's not the way to live. It literally sucks the joy out of life. So one, is it enjoyable? Two, is it sustainable? Do you actually feel like you want to do the thing? And three, um, I've already forgotten the third point, but you probably have better memory than me. So with all that being said, it's not your fault that you've gained more weight. Another diet will not solve the issue and try to take care of your health in a way that you're feeling light, energized, and fulfilled and satisfied every day. Um, If you're not, then there probably could be more work done and that's why that's why we have dietitians. That's why we have therapists. That's why you have friends and family to kind of check in on you and see how you're doing. So ask yourself those questions. And I swear, if another doctor recommends a diet or another TikTok comes across your feed saying that you need to be trying this new thing, I want you to remember this podcast. Just remember me telling you that that is not the answer. And Oh, I just personally get so, so annoyed when patients come to me and their doctor is telling them that they need to lose weight. And they're like, at least you don't understand. My doctor told me I have to go on this X, Y, and Z diet. I have to lose weight. That's the answer. So if you're feeling annoyed or confused or you're not trusting yourself around food, trust me, I'm right there with you. I'm just as annoyed as you. I'm just as annoyed as the noise that's coming from authority figures like doctors, non-authority people or non-authority sources on TikTok and Instagram and social media. I feel for you. So I'm here giving you a little pat. I want to kind of invisibly punch every person out there trying to tell you what to do. It's not their right to do so. You have autonomy. You get to trust yourself with food. You've lived X amount of years on earth and survived and you're still living and thriving. Hopefully you're thriving. Um, You know how to take care of your body. You know how to eat. If you feel like the way that you're eating and coping with emotions is not serving you, then there is room for improvement. But don't let anyone Do not let anyone, even if it's a doctor, take away that trust you have with food and your body and how you feel about yourself, okay? That's it. So until next time, take good care. If you love this episode and are so ready to take action and become the most carefree version of yourself with food, I think it's time for you to slide into my DMs at Craving Food Freedom. I would love to get to know you and see what magic can unfold with private coaching, the two of us. Until then, I'll be rooting for you always on your journey towards food freedom. 